Hello, and welcome back to Two Cups Between. I'm Jordan, here with my best friend Sam. Hi. Hi, Sam. How are you? Um, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a very normal week. <laughs> a little like, uh, a little like stay up all night um, drawing stuff and then spend the next day being a sleepy girl. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Very summer vacation vibes over here. Yeah, very um, summer vacation. Like, I can imagine just from like, I don't know, the just stuff that I'm picking up on and conversations to be had on the mm. internet these days <laughs> and just just like hearing stuff from people. I feel yeah. like maybe the fact that I'm not interacting with anyone is probably why I don't feel <laughs> very intense right now as cancer season uh-huh. would normally, you know right cause instead i'm kind of just like having a little water sign moment like doing stuff very lazily and slowly and yeah being very relaxed about stuff that i have to do which is nice um you know i'm trying to revel in it until yep i'm not able to do that anymore you know (laughs) Um, like whenever i get weird about like oh my god i slept for like way too long last night like i'm just it just like automatically happens to me because i'm not normally someone who sleeps a lot (laughs) so Mm -hmm. when i do i'm kind of like i don't know it's just very off-putting but i've been i've been trying to practice like hey you know you tend to you know only sleep maybe four hours or something and i average and it's good to sleep for 12 hours sometimes sometimes yeah. you really need to like sometimes it's you true. literally need to go to bed at 8 p.m and wake up at like fucking 10 30 yes and that's fine sometimes you need, you do. sometimes we need that rest mm-hmm. um like it sounds very simple but something I'm, that's very hard for me to be honest um but yeah so I've just been doing that. <laughs> Good. You know. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of it's kind of the Good. vibe. Yeah, I feel like I mean, I will say every day that I've been off lately, we've been working. Mm. So I know that like your creativity is flowing and mine is and like we're dreaming. And we have all these big and ideas. And we're like conceptualizing stuff. Yeah. You know? So it like also is a little bit um, like hyping. <laughs> you know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, like inspiring. Makes me, yeah. It's super inspiring. But in a way that like makes me energized. I feel fucking jazzed when we yeah. finish our conversations, you know. Mm. So I get the like not sleeping and then sleeping for a really long time like that. <laughs> yeah. Like the that quote-unquote balance right now right like i can feel we, it too we actually on the day of this recording today is the day we released the cancer season playlist episode mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i made i made like a little graphic because here's the thing i had this google doc of where mm-hmm. i <laughs> listed out the songs and kind of notes to talk about the themes and things like that um that i sent to jordan that I sent to you um, to be able to link all the lyrics and music videos in case you wanted to watch them. So I like 
you know, I showed that to you and I was like, I think you suggested that we share it. Did you suggest yes, that? I did. You know, sometimes we come up with ideas and like, I don't even know who did what. Exactly. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> so I think you suggested that I share it and I'm like, oh, in this state, like this is just a Google Doc that I like did not that give a fuck about. okay with yeah. me to share right. the link Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And I know. And I asked you, I asked you that and you're like, yeah, yeah. I think this is fine. And I was like, oh. Because <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, you and I are like collaborating on work together. Right. Um, I feel like you have those like very Virgui, 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 <laughs> yes, yeah. Virgui, uh, like perfectionist tendencies with like scheduling and planning, you know, all the regular mm-hmm. Virgo stuff. Like, yeah. You know, um, and I, I get perfectionist about art and aesthetic and like how something looks and like how it appears mm-hmm. and how appealing it looks and very um, Virgo and Pisces you know, of us formatting you know yeah. like uh even the like formatting of a tweet like yeah oh, you're pretty particular about that which is why I just let yeah. you do it because <laughs> I don't do a good job <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah like, I am it's not just like <laughs> good at that right I I just like that's the stuff that I think about you know mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, I was like, no, I need to make something like cute for this mm-hmm. for sharing it. Um, yeah. And I the didn't plan is to really good. I no, did not plan really to good. go out all out at all. You did. I though, like, and even, I loved it. I, I was like, I could just make something really simple, um, you know, just like have like some background and like little squares for sections and stuff. I thought it was going to be yeah. super simple. But for some reason, whenever I started working on it, I was like, oh, there's like so much I can do, you know, to make this like, you know, cute and aesthetically pleasing and stuff. And I was playing around and I was like, oh, this is like turning into something. Um, It's very cool. And then it was 5 (laughs) a.m. And then it was 5 (gasps) 5 a.m. Yeah. And I send it to you. Um, I kind of like okay. I kind of like go to bed, mm-hmm. but with my laptop still messing with it. Yeah. Um. So now I'm like lounging mm-hmm. and about to like go to sleep, but I kind of like finish it and then send it to you. Yeah. Um, which you probably thought that I had just woken up. I did. Reality, I thought you had just woken up, but you hadn't gone to sleep yet. Right. <laughs> yeah that's that's what happened it was very good i mean i enjoy (laughs) i enjoy this every once in a while of like yeah staying up all all night because you're like really inspired yeah or you just like get the energy suddenly to get stuff done right um it's giving mania i understand like (laughs) for everyone who's already thinking of it yes accurate that is that okay (laughs) i'm not shying away from it or like trying to call this something else you know Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) but like like, i was messaging my friend this actually (laughs) because they sent me a meme about like um hyping yourself up during a manic episode at 3 a.m 3 a.m in the mirror which is mm-hmm. so like it's so real though this is so real because you do mania is literally like you're kind of euphoric you mm-hmm. know 
Um, obviously it has dangerous side effects. Okay. I don't know why I'm giving so many disclaimers. Like I'm not trying to <laughs> make it seem like this is some cute thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mental illness is very cute these days. Yikes. <laughs> so Please. yeah, that's not what this is, but you know, you navigate life with that. Mm-hmm. With these every once in a while manic episodes. And like, yeah, sometimes I will use that like burst of energy instead of doing something like fucking crime and <laughs> you know impulsive shopping and yeah. <laughs> yeah those sorts of things um you know i'll just like work on a little art project all night or like clean my fucking bathroom <laughs> mm-hmm. until the sun rises and then i have the energy out and it's fine um so yeah like that's kind of the week i'm having <laughs> but now i'm coming down i'm like kind of going to bed at a normal time i hope Probably when we get off this call, I'll, I'll get off and um, mm-hmm. just actually go to bed at a normal time before midnight. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Before midnight? I think so. I think I can sleep. <laughs> I think it's time, you know, mm-hmm. that I'll sleep uh, before midnight. Yesterday, I went to bed maybe at like one. There's not that. That's that, pretty good. That bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. I think that's about when I went to bed too. Yeah. But. I, uh, like I have a very I, interesting relationship with sleep. You know this. We've known each other I for do. a very long time. Yeah. yeah. I know you do. I've been having a weird time sleeping as well. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly just because I've been having really vivid dreams. I sent oh, yeah. Sam like a five minute voice note the other morning about and this that dream, dream that I had. Whoa. Wasn't it? It was like lit. <laughs> it was very. <laughs> it was wild. It was very good. Yeah. It, it. should have been scary. Except I had had the dream before, uh, so I knew what was going to happen next. Right. But it wasn't. It was giving um, submarine, you know? Oh. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. So. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It was just wild, and I've been having a lot of very vivid dreams. Um, But. Oh, I are you not going to tell the dream? Oh, do you want me to tell the dream? I mean, if Sorry, you want I was to, just I don't not to. I was just no, not say it. I don't know if you if you feel like it's too weird to share, but like, oh, I, I don't think, think it's, it's great. that weird. I'll just give like a vague summary okay. of this dream. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So this this dream I had, I have had before, where, um, it this one started differently. I was crossing a bridge to go home but the bridge is actually like you know when you play a mario platformer or any kind of platformer game where you have to jump from platforms but as soon as you touch them they blink away so like you've got to keep jumping right it was one of those bridges okay but when you fall did you mention this part i did i did yeah but when you like if you fell as me like you just get mm. transported back to the side of the bridge you started on. It wasn't like you oh, were gonna die. Sick. It was just like yeah. it was literally like a video game. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've definitely um, had dreams that look like video games after like yeah playing them for a long or like you know extended mm-hmm. time or watching someone. Exactly. Yeah, I hadn't sense. been playing any video games. I haven't played a platformer in ages. Mm. But it was just really weird that this was part of my dream. Like I was just trying to get home. I was literally in this like super futuristic city going from the very rich side of the city. It was like New York, but not New York. I was going from right. the rich side of the city where I think I worked to the poor side of the city where I lived. <laughs> you know, classic. 
Um, but I jumped, I was going to like do this jump again and I just missed the platform completely. And instead of falling and going like reappearing on the, on the side of the bridge I started on, I just kept falling into water. Oh yeah. And then I was at the bottom of the ocean, but it wasn't a big deal. Breathing all fine. Not ocean gate. But yeah, not, (laughs) not submarine gate at all it was fine (laughs) um (laughs) but i realized at that point that i had a little girl with me who was my daughter she was very cute she was very cute i'm kind of obsessed with her still in my brain been thinking about her a lot (laughs) yeah um dream daughter yeah my dream daughter i had her with me so i was like oh okay we've gotta go and like find someone who can help us get home so I am swimming around, which is normal. There are other people swimming around. I know all these people. It's truly no big deal. Yeah. And we end up in a ballroom where I had been before and um, we're dressed appropriately all of a sudden. Like we had been wearing civilian clothes, casual clothes, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. And then we're dressed in ball gowns. Right. And the receptionist greets us. She knows who I am. I know who she is. And then like... I look over and make eye contact with this man who I don't know who this man is. I've never seen him before in my waking life. And, mm-hmm. But it was like infatuation at first sight or love at first sight or something. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my, it was so funny though. I forgot. I just remembered this part. The uh, receptionist put some eardrops in my daughter's ear. <gasps> yes. And she fell asleep. You, this was, I was like, <laughs> what yeah she like went to sleep because there was a place where like kids could sleep it wasn't like there weren't other kids in there but like that's what you did when you came to this which you had to bring your kids they gave them the eardrops and you put them in that room why does it give me like it gives me like hunger games ish like i know it's kind of weird right like a little bit dystopian yeah very strange yeah yeah go ahead go ahead so that had happened then this man and i he was definitely like indian southeast asian we were walking around just holding hands like immediately oh but that's and marriage no, i know that's marriage then, <laughs> right so he t- his family is there he has an older brother and his mom and dad are there yeah and i go and i meet them and they ask and- you where you got your bachelor's and yeah <laughs> They were immediately judging me. I don't, they were like already like, oh, you're not good enough for him. Blah, 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 blah. It was just like this whole thing. Yeah. But as we were having this conversation, my daughter wakes up, she comes and finds me. We're together. It's fine. But the ceiling of the ballroom is glass and it's no big deal, but we're underwater and the ceiling breaks. Fish tank. (laughs) Well, I guess. It's very fish tank. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The ceiling breaks. And the water starts pouring in and like we all try to go to this other room where there's like a garage or something. It looked literally in my dream, in my brain right now, it looks like an yeah. airplane hangar kind of room. Okay. The ceiling breaks yeah. there too. And then like where whereas we had been fine before and breathing and talking underwater, this time it's like a huge deal that the ceiling is broken right. and we have to get to the surface as fast as possible. But someone in, like, the people who were gathered in the ballroom that I was in 
had these like teleportation powers. So we ended up, you know, much higher in the water column with no ill effects, no bends here. Uh And we made it like we broke the surface and I woke up and there were whales. That was like a very brief moment of whales. Wait, and then. Okay. So (laughs) here's Mm -hmm. the thing. Mm -hmm. Do you also think that this was an Atlantean past life dream? (laughs) Okay. 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 I really want to say it. it. What do you. Listen. (laughs) I didn't want to say it. (laughs) Because, bro, that is not. This is not a regular dream, Jordan. No. And I've had that you dream know before, I mean? with, but without a daughter. Like, I've had it where I went to this ballroom yeah, yeah, underwater yeah, yeah, yeah. and the ceiling it's broke. It's the revisiting yeah. and just, like, the general nature of this fucking dream. Very detailed. And yeah. Yeah. I'm into it so much. Yeah. Because, you know, here's it. the thing. I know I'm all, you know, I'm hokey and <laughs> B2B and stuff. Okay. <laughs> we don't need disclaimers. But for me, like, people are like, oh, aren't dreams just your subconscious making some shit up? Yes, it is. Okay. I know when I have dreams where I literally just, like, go to school and come home and eat a fucking dinner. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just a regular dream. Yes, your brain is processing. But then you have dreams like this. And it's like, okay, that was something else. Like, yeah, you know, that wasn't, like, my normal just brain processing a normal thing. I agree. So... Yeah, that that is so sick. I love talking about dreams. And I think a lot of people hate talking about dreams. Or they hate when people just like want to talk about their weird dreams. But I mm-hmm. always, as you know, yeah. Pisces representative, um, love <laughs> I, to talk about fucking weird dreams, you know. I really like talking about dreams, but I rarely remember them. And I think I just need to start sending you voice notes when I wake up. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, have all I kinds remember, of weird dreams. I, I used to record voice memos as a dream log. Mm-hmm. And I listened back to them. For, you know, these are from like a couple of years ago. And I was like, I do not remember this at all. Yeah. Because the whole thing is that I would wake up. The Okay. Here's the key. If anyone, because people, we've gotten into discussions uh, like in Twitch chats and stuff like this about mm-hmm. dreams. And people are like, I never remember my dreams. Like, And people ask how to remember them more. Mm-hmm. Um, and people also ask about lucid dreaming because I have, I did, I used to be super into this stuff. Of course, I was fucking mm-hmm. into this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this but, is very on brand for you. Yeah, this is very much my brand. It's kind of my lane, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, like, one of the things you really have to do if you want to remember your dreams more. You gotta stop looking at your phone when you wake up. Yeah. Like that that like Immediately time, starting to scroll. Yeah. You, yeah. When you're when you're just waking up and your brain waves are changing from don't quote me. We haven't talked about that in med school yet. It's like theta <laughs> wave, delta to theta. Don't okay. Don't come at me. I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> but anyway, but your brain waves are changing. Yeah. They're still changing as you wake up. Like, from the moment you actually open your eyes, you have to, like, kind of gradually get up. Mm -hmm. And, like, that can be hard if you also are a person that, like, wakes up to an alarm and you have to, like, get up immediately. Right. Um, If you're trying to, like, if you think that you never have dreams or never never remember your dreams, something that helps is, like, having some time to, like, not get up too quickly and not look at your phone and not get distracted by something right away. 
mm-hmm. but just like sit, <laughs> you know, lay in bed and like think about what your past dream was. Because usually you wake up from a dream, you forget it minutes later. Yeah. But if you um, try to think about it right common. when you wake up, yeah, you can usually remember And so it. I have these voice memos of like me waking up, opening voice memos, and immediately just talking my dream out. And mm-hmm. it's like the groggiest, worst morning voice <laughs> voice memos because I had just woken up mm-hmm. um, and just sound awful. You know, um, I have like the worst morning voice, though. You pretty much sound yeah. the same when you wake up. That but, I do now. Yeah, you sound very similar. Really? I yeah, like I don't think so... you sound very different. I truly mm. almost have no voice when I wake up. I'm very yeah. raspy. I can't. You sound like death. Like you I sound, do, you when, right when I wake up. And you also seem like you're about to die when you wake up yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I, I it's a little seem scary. like I have emerged from death. Yeah. Just moments before. <laughs> yeah. And, and I could or, kill over and again. Or, yeah, like any you're second. about to die right now. <laughs> like, you're on the brink of death. Yeah. Um, it's, it's rough. a little concerning. <laughs> and sometimes you're like, Sometimes I, you haven't done it a ton, but there have been at least a couple times where you're like, "Hey, can you wake me up at this time?" And I'm like, "I don't know if I can face you when, you, when like I try to wake you up." Oh my god! I you know uh, like make sure I'm up by this time, and I'm like, "Okay, I, I really just hope you get up because I don't want to deal with waking you up." The thing is, I'm not like mean when I wake up. That's no. not me. No, I'm just but you're just difficult so difficult to wake up. I just up. feel like I'm <laughs> like I'm burdening you so much by asking you to get up. Even when I'm you could you die. Like you're gonna die soon. <laughs> like I'm very scared. You don't understand. No, 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 understand. no, no. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just sleepy. <laughs> yeah but this is probably why i'm sleepy because this happens all the time i like i know i have these dreams all the time and i just don't remember most of them but i still remember a dream i had when i was five like because it was that vivid and i don't think it was a dream i actually think it was like a multi-dimensional astral projection if i can be so bold like (laughs) i literally like it was the most creepy a little bit horrifying thing that happened to me i know the dream that you're talking about yeah it's it was a little bit scary but yeah this is not the dream episode just by the way (laughs) yeah but i will mention very quickly when i was was six uh Mm -hmm. i did have a dream and i was my child self in the dream like i was six years Mm -hmm. old and basically, I mean, looking back at it, it was like the apocalypse had happened. It looked like oh my God. just like fucking rubble and shit, mm-hmm. right? And I'm six years old. Like, where have I seen this? I mean, yes, I will say I'm quite a nerd and I watched a lot of documentary global like mm-hmm. po- politics stuff as when I was younger, but not that young. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. not like until maybe I was 12 Right. 13 that's when i started getting into that stuff more mm-hmm. so it's kind of like how would i had been able to really see or visualize what that looks like right. and then i was uh visited by like aliens that were kind of going around and like looking through the rubble and they like discovered me kind of oh shit and spoke to me in singhalese whoa <laughs> 
Yeah. Really? Well, I haven't told you about this dream. No. I've never heard oh this Oh my god. No, and they they tried to speak to me in Sinhalese and I said, "Oh, like I <laughs> like I speak English, you know." Uh-huh. Like I knew I knew that they were trying to greet me in in Sinhalese, but I was like, right. "Oh, I I speak English." Wow. And so they, you know, they asked me how like and I explained that my family is from Sri Lanka, but like we've been living in the US right. where they speak English, and so I speak English. Whoa. Um, and then they That's started speaking to me in English and were like like asking me about my family and stuff. And I was explaining my huh. family situation to them. Yeah. Abduction. It wasn't okay, but it wasn't like uh it didn't seem like an abduction though. No. It, no, it no, seemed no. like they they found me and were investigating. Mm-hmm. Um, like they weren't trying to like capture me or anything. It wasn't a scary right. dream. You know how like sometimes kids like they're so innocent they don't get scared by scary things because like yeah, oh my exactly. god you have you seen that video of the um someone who has like this very uh dramatic like cosplay of this like spidery monster thing um and they wear it around they're kind of like a you know a street performer oh yeah and there's like and that little girl little that girl loved it lo- yes. yes I love it was video. giving that it was giving that where I'm just she like it was to so these cool she was obsessed really with that person creepy tall ass aliens wow um, but i was kind of just like hey uh what's up huh. <laughs> to them in the dream That's and so like waking up i didn't feel like scared yeah even though that should have been a really scary dream no that's for a cool as fuck um yeah man i love dreams yeah yeah we're wow. you know talking to the aliens and stuff <laughs> anyway um that's not what this podcast is about no <laughs> so <laughs> us last week we're gonna dive right into the, <laughs> at the beginning of the episode us this week yeah yo you remember that dream i had bro <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know why we started talking about this yeah because we were talking about sleep i think it's oh, it's yeah. all related listen it's fine i do think my my dreams are kind of intense in water seasons in general mm-hmm. um but like i do notice that season, i actually sure. do have like bigger more elaborate dreams in water seasons i get yeah. like a lot more information and clarity in my dreams yeah but i don't know sure. it's wild out here, I, I, I i think astrology in astrology um people associate water the water element with like emotions which is true but it's also kind of like your subconscious and stuff yeah yeah um definitely so that, definitely subconscious why and i do and, think it's and, interesting that i revisited this dream as a mother in the season of the mother yeah i agree the daughter theme yeah she was really very cute. interesting i thought for 24 hours that maybe i would like to have one child as long as it was a girl and then I said, no, thank you. If you had a dream. <laughs> then I went back. <laughs> yeah, would you ever like would you ever like be a solo mom? That would be probably the only way I'd be a mom, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Trying to parent with someone else would be a nightmare. Yeah. Right. It would like literally have to be me and my girl I against the world. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. I kind of agree. I mean <laughs> I just want to be sorry. I could I, be a solo I just parent. I feel like it'd be so hard to raise a child with a man, to be honest. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I could say yeah. that, but it's true. I think that would be really hard. <laughs> yeah. I think raising a child—that's just raising two a children partner. For me. It is. Whoop. 
<laughs> so <laughs> that was a good one. Roast him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I know it's theor- in theory easier to parent with. It's like to raise a child with two yeah. parents, but like in theory, I at mean, the people same say time, that. I think financially, yeah, uh, for sure, sir, for sure. So yeah, but at the but, same time, know. like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. It's we don't have to I, get into it. This no, 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 no. This is like a whole discussion. Gonna, yeah, yeah. We're. I don't know. I do want to get That's into so it, but I was telling <laughs> do it another time. <laughs> I was telling you before we started. I just like feel a lot of petty energy, but like, there's nowhere to put it. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we just like I said, we're just gonna have a petty venting episode. <laughs> yeah. I think it's needed. I think yeah. it'll be healing. Um, for everyone. Yeah, for everyone involved. Like for the listener, it'll be a little cathartic to hear people yeah. complain about stuff. You can complain with bit. us. Yeah. When we do that one. <gasps> Vent yeah. your frustrations to us. Please. You can tweet them. Tweet your frustrations at us. Please. T- oh my God. Please. I love them. We'll empathize. Tweet their frustrations. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. We really should get into the astrology, though. We should. Um, There's not a ton going on this week, though. Yeah. I, it's a very uh, mercurial week, mm-hmm. I think. Yes. And. You know, which is great. Mercury is in Cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, this Wednesday, the 5th, yes. it'll have a square with Chiron. Thursday, the 6th, it'll have a sextile with Uranus. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday, it'll have a trine with Neptune. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's kind of like, what's going on? And I right. would say, um, these are very some watery placements especially mercury and neptune for sure and it might be like a spiritually very weird week you may have weird alien dreams you might you might have some weird past life (laughs) regressions yeah um if you're if you are already like having experiences like that i don't know yes this will just suddenly happen to you right if you've had them probably not you might just feel a little off if you're at um, a certain point in your kind of spiritual development, I guess, even. Yeah. You'll probably feel this a little bit differently. Which, you know, um, many people don't have the luxury to do all that. Right, to, right. You know, Absolutely. Uh, it, it's hard. But I do think it's important to do some reflecting on, like, that kind of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't hurt. It really doesn't hurt to, like, examine what's going on in your dreams. If you're constantly dreaming sure. about work... That is yeah, it's telling saying you, something. That's really telling you that, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you're burnt out or that you're that's the only thing on your mind. People mm-hmm. know. Like your your stress shows up in your dreams, your emotions yeah. show up in your dreams. Absolutely. Yes, it is your brain trying to process things. It's not yeah. always some spiritual grand message. In yeah. fact, <laughs> it's a very down to earth message about what's going on with you. Right. So right. like I don't understand people. They have meaning. I oh my god. I just yeah. oh, oh, oh. really just want to argue with people. You agree with me? Though, uh, yeah. So no, I'm not even trying to argue with you. <laughs> I know, but I just like feel. Yeah. I just feel. I feel it for sure. Um, yeah, I think it's important. This will be a good stuff. week 
if you're at that point examining your dreams examine like the tension you feel in your daily life like Mm. with the mercury square chiron on wednesday i think for people who are less spiritually in tune i think there's going to be a little bit of tension like this is a another one of those weeks where like especially on wednesday you might feel a bit more sensitive about your self-confidence about Mm. like the things that you like if someone like this is oh god if someone criticizes you with the square you're gonna be hurt (laughs) like sad about it like (laughs) oh but it's so interesting I literally said this to you before we started recording like this week is like internalized hurt insecurity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. into uh almost like a motherly empowering like thing like your mom Mm. comforts you after you got like a a comment on your essay Mm. that you wrote from your teacher right and your teacher Mm. was like a little bit meaner to you than they needed to be and then your mom is comforting you. Like, that's kind of what the Mercury sextile Uranus is giving me. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. bigger than this comment. You are you're you have more to offer, you know, like, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. And you then, know, oh, go ahead. The, okay, and then the Mercury tri-Neptune is, like, pushing past it almost. And this is all in the span of, like, four days. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, there will be this yeah. kind of rejuvenation cycle through the week sure yeah like yeah it's it's like you really got to be in tune with that stuff I think the reason I'm emphasizing it so much is that I Mm. I get it like if I'm busy with work I don't Mm -hmm. stay in touch with these things like how I'm feeling it all kind of just like daily life is distracting yeah from your bodily intuition um and like I feel like um when I want to talk about stuff like oh I like want to tell people to meditate I want to tell people to like journal and reflect and stuff like that Mm -hmm. like it it feels to me and I this is probably just like my own thing I just like feel like it sounds very privileged to some yeah no and that's why I agree (sighs) yeah you know like it's for some people it's just like off-putting to hear advice like that for sure because and that's what they're feeling even subconsciously so like oh you have mm-hmm. all the time in the world to do that which is yeah. not true like I think it's just it's it's something I like to prioritize a lot right um I think it's sometimes like recommending stuff like that like me as someone who always recommends journaling and refuses to pick up a notebook and a pen <laughs> um it is almost like pedantic and super hypocritical of me because yeah. I'm like yeah, I know I should be journaling. I should like like that dream was probably the closest I've got to journaling in months, right? Like I haven't mm. actually put a pen to paper or taken time to reflect mm. on paper. I do reflect mentally a lot. Like I think about a lot of stuff like yeah. that on my own, but writing it down is just different. But you know, if it sounds hypocritical and like oh, people always recommend journaling and meditation right. and like blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, those aren't <laughs> the only things that, you know, can put you more in touch with your own intuition with like what is actually going on around you and yeah. inside of you, you know, but it's, but like, they're very helpful mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and actually fairly simple things to recommend. If not in practice there, it's like, yeah, actually I, just prioritizing these two things can help a lot yeah. of one of them. I, I think also um, the fact that, like, it's 
it's influencer media type stuff that has popularized Mm -hmm. spiritual practices right um and which is so i don't know it's so unfortunate to be honest because there have been (laughs) there have been teachers talking about spiritual practices before social media but Mm -hmm. now like that younger more attractive people are doing it 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 seems very vapid and you know right it's almost um, like that so it really irks why would i listen to these yeah like it really irks me that like i could give the same advice which is so genuine i've been meditating for like 10 years right you know um like before before all these fucking influencers were kind of taking over and Mm -hmm. um talking about it um because it's just from my culture so it's a very normal thing so i was like oh right. maybe i should take that more seriously now that i'm an mm-hmm. adult and like need to right. manage my fucking emotions now mm-hmm. um so yeah like yeah i i think that's why i kind of feel weird giving those suggestions but like this is really that kind of weak astrologically yeah, I um think so i also will say i want to mention because you talked about the Mercury sextile Uranus being like a mother comforting you. Mm-hmm. Um, Uranus is uh, a very interesting abstract planet that I don't feel like is discussed a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of represents uh, like progress progression, being very progressive and humanitarian and like freedom mm-hmm. and being very original mm-hmm. and against the norms um like radical beliefs mm-hmm. that are not of the norm yeah and um i saw this clip that i sent it's from taste the nation padma lakshmi's show mm-hmm. uh yeah. where i believe she's with um a filipino american woman who has a business making like filipino food and stuff mm-hmm. and she talked about how when she moved to the states um and kind of like grew up here she knew about all these organizations for like diversity and for like filipino culture um you know those kinds of organizations where people are trying to maintain the culture in the states Mm -hmm. um and she was like at the time she's like why do i i don't need to do all that i know my heritage you know right right these things are important for me but then when she had kids in the states she realized like they go through so much more of an identity crisis yeah. than she dealt with. Right. Um, Because she had her culture at home. It was very like, you know, she didn't have to worry about it, but now mm-hmm. she's a Filipino American raising American kids yeah, and realizing like, Oh, I do have to really put effort into that. Cause they're not going to see it. Otherwise they're mm-hmm. not going to see the culture. Right. Um, they're going to have to assimilate. They're going to be made to feel very different. Mm-hmm. Um and deal with those things yeah. growing up without without this like guaranteed safety and security in their heritage because I have to provide that for them mm-hmm. as a mother right and yeah and she she said something like I want to let my kids be weird you know mm-hmm. like give them permission to be weird and tell them it's right. okay right which and that like struck a chord let me tell you <laughs> you know like yeah I yeah. That is so, so many of us would be much more okay if our parents were okay with this being weird. I agree. <laughs> Do you know? There's value in being the weirdo kid 
as long as you are yeah. content with who you are, you know? Like Yeah. And like protect up, the weird kids. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm feeling. In like a culture that's not suburban white American Ugh. is considered weird, <laughs> even though it's very normal. <laughs> like yeah. and encouraging yeah. practicing your culture, expressing your culture, yeah. knowing your culture, sharing your culture. Yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot. And <laughs> Growing you know. up in white suburbia is like so I I think about it so much of like mm-hmm. um just like stuff that I dealt with that I mean it seems so far away now like it was when I was a right. kid and I definitely know better. Right. But it's very impactful. Yeah. To be called weird, be like why do you look like that? Like Yeah. You know, the weird what are you eating for lunch? Ew. <laughs> Like, you know, that's like a huge, right, impactful time in your life. It's, but it it has it's um, hard. It's hard. It's hard. But it's made me so like. It's it's made it more accessible to be very like, okay with myself too. I mean, I'm working yeah. on it. It's not like a hundred percent. Right. <laughs> it's not a hundred percent. But like, if you grew up not being approved. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very much like, in any way in any yeah way. like you know you're always kind of just an other. rejected yeah, yep. yeah yeah you're an other and and like you deal with rejection kind of just on the daily i don't know mm-hmm. maybe the white privileged people won't understand this but that's kind of the <laughs> point that's kind of what i'm getting at actually <laughs> i think um, it's like a conventional beauty privilege as well not yeah, it's like just... there's so many. I mean, there's so many. Yeah, things. so many different things that you yeah, know, lots of people can identify with this in whatever way, right? In uh, um, a lot of different ways, but yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. for sure. Oof. but yeah, yeah uh, this yeah. is I think a little bit of a tender week in terms mm. of it feels very inner child. Like we keep going back to talking about when we're well, little. Like yeah, inner child is very. <sighs> in right now (laughs) astrologically (laughs) yeah this is a lot of like uh towards being uranus yeah oh sorry uranus being in taurus taurus is the Mm -hmm. toddler um i always think about it like an aries also yeah (laughs) yeah definitely uranus and taurus chiron is definitely about like inner inner child wounds for sure right um aries is the baby which is like Mm -hmm. you know these very um like think back to those very impressionable times and Mm -hmm. what impressions were made forming and molding you yeah what what hurts did you experience what are your default settings right now you know when you go into your chrome default settings and you're like why the (laughs) fuck was this on there (laughs) um that's that's this that's what we're doing that's the work we're doing this week you know mm-hmm. um mm. but yeah your uranus in taurus the sign you know the toddler of the zodiac and when i when we talk about taurus and like how much they like comfort and like opulence and luxury the way that i think about that too is like think of like having such a nurturing relationship with a toddler where like mm-hmm. you provide them snacks like oh you're hungry like get a snack it doesn't matter like if mm-hmm. it's breakfast lunch dinner 
Yep. Get here's water. Drink like you've never had water before. Yeah. And you never here's will water. again. <laughs> I love when kids fucking drink water. Like that. So they funny. They just drink forever. They're like, like oh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you are refreshed <laughs> as fuck right now. <laughs> it's great. It's so funny. It's good. Yeah. And, you know, like, let's play whatever you want to play. Oh, you want to do this? Okay, you don't want to do that anymore? Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. compassionate, which, you know, a lot of us didn't receive enough of that. Exactly. Um, exactly. Very Mothering yourself this week. Yes. Oh. For sure. Oh. oh. Yes. Yeah. Indulge your inner child. Mother yourself. Your inner teenager. If you feel you know, hurt, your quirky oh, teenager. please address your inner teenager. They're wounded. Yeah. Oh my god. They um, went through shit, bro. They did. <laughs> yeah, just be gentle with yourself as much as you can this week. Yeah. Indulge your inner child a little bit. Have fun. Plan something sure. enjoyable. If you have kids, do something that you would like another adult would tell you is childish with them. Do yeah. something really silly with them this week, this weekend, yeah. you know, yeah. be kind to them, be compassionate to them. Mm. Kids have thoughts and feelings and they're, the, you know, children yeah. are people too. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take. They're people too. <laughs> <sighs> they just like need you to understand, you know, they need you to come to their level. It's important. Yeah. Isn't that why we're, we're kind of talking about that last week too. Yeah, it's been that kind it, it's, of thing, it's, right? It's With Mercury and Cancer, I feel like it's a lot of that. The self-mothering. Sure, for sure. Being compassionate to yourself and others. Yeah. Man, Cancer season is wow. kind of painful, honestly. Oh, man. I would I've been be in a funk, cancer. dude. I've been in a funk. Yeah. I get very... <laughs> <been> feeling me. <laughs> it's... A little bit sensitive, literally so sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to describe (laughs) this. Like, as a water sign to an earth sign (laughs) of, like, enjoying the sadness. But, like, it's not enjoying, like, oh, my God, this is so great. I'm loving this. But it's kind of like an acknowledgement and an appreciation for sadness, which is, it's weird. (laughs) But that's kind of what I Yeah. No, and I... as like a sappy sensitive person yeah i can like look at that the words you're saying and hear them and i'm like okay i get it here's the thing in practice can't do that (laughs) because i i feel like you get it conceptually Mm -hmm. but what your virgo brain does (laughs) is Mm -hmm. more like a cost benefit analysis of (laughs) sadness Cause like you're like okay bit. the the benefit of the sadness is that I'm gonna learn a lesson sure I'm gonna like intellectualize this feeling and learn a lesson yes that's mm-hmm. true and you should do that if you have the capacity like if that's mm-hmm. how you process emotions it's mm-hmm. okay to intellectualize them you just can't sure. stop there yeah yeah <laughs> that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, yeah and I'm this is me to myself as well. <laughs> Because of my Aquarian placements and right. Gemini. You have to actually rising. feel the feelings, not yeah, just look I at do, them. Yeah, I do first intellectualize them and think that I'm good, though. Yeah. I've learned through therapy that, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, like, yeah, I can do that. And it sounds very thoughtful and insightful. And I sound very wise emotionally. Right. But right. then have I felt the feeling, though? Did you actually <laughs> Have I sat feel with it? the feeling? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we text all the time. I've been texting you and telling you, like, how Mm. kind of off I've been and, like, how I've been a little upset about things. And, like, I'm trying not to be 
a part of me intellectualizing my feelings is like uh, trying to modulate them and Mm. I am very good at compartmentalizing you know and I know I know my feelings and I know myself but I don't I really don't often let myself feel them so it's been a little hard this week to be kind of inundated with a lot of feelings yeah and trying to manage that as someone who doesn't get inundated with feelings very often (laughs) i'm a very neutral level emotionally person really like i can be excited and happy but i don't often Mm. feel very strong emotions (laughs) (laughs) i really right (laughs) do you disagree uh (laughs) <laughs> no i've seen you have joy <laughs> oh for sure that's the thing like i know i i can and i've feel... seen you be like very excited um yeah i can feel very strong but emotions, I, th- I think but... even when you are feeling super excited that mm-hmm. you're feeling that this is very uncharacteristic of you normally <laughs> you always are like, like you always are like okay. i haven't laughed like this in so long <laughs> together yeah and i'm like i sit alone and watch it and laugh like this all the time i don't though i don't laugh I like that yeah by myself i really do i'm <laughs> or very, with very many people you are even by myself you're exuberant didn't i use that word to describe you yeah i was remembering the exuberant thing yeah. too i love um, it it goes it's something that i really ways. like about you you I know just... how the very is very I know it's corny, but it is true, like the check on your super happy friends. Yeah. Um, because you're not able sad. to it's it's very difficult to be on that level of expressing joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and only joy. Like right. what? Am I a fucking Can't golden retriever? I'm not a fucking golden lows. retriever. I'm a human being. <laughs> You can't have the highs without the lows. Yeah. Um they like match. I can only I can only find something so hilarious that maybe is very simple to everyone else because I felt the worst about everything in the world. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And this one small thing that was like kind of awesome makes me laugh. You know, and or whatever. The thing is, I feel that way too. Like I've been uh, it's just I don't express you yeah. know, like I don't express when I'm feeling that unless I am particularly comfortable. I don't even mm. express that with my family, although I rarely feel exceptional joy. Oh, I don't express my them. emotions to my family. <laughs> Are you joking? Yeah. It's Who does I'm that? happy around my family. I just don't often express it because they will tell me that something is wrong with the way I'm expressing. You know, like that's oh, what happens okay. with my family. I will so, say... I've learned to modulate for everyone. My family is exuberant. Uh, Actually, I was thinking about this, uh, about you and your your upbringing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Because you're, I hate to say it, (laughs) your parents (laughs) Mm -hmm. are just so stiff. Are they? See, I don't even think they're stiff stiff to me. Yeah, because you grew up with them. How would you know? No, I, Jordan, I think if you a lot my, of other okay, people's parents here's the are thing. stiff. Here's the thing. Because I don't, my parents wouldn't act like this in front of you, but I'm telling you how they are when it's just the three of us hanging out. Uh-huh. Um, I've told you before, like, I come home from, like, my flight from Grenada yeah. Yeah. at, like, midnight. They pick me right. up. We're home at, like, one-ish, almost one. Mm-hmm. But we will, like, cackle and tell stories and, like, scream and laugh until 
3, 4 a.m. Yeah. On those days. Yeah. Like, I grew up in a very, you know, we laugh loudly. Mm-hmm. We party. We go to people's houses and party and, and dance yeah. and sing and stuff. Like, we that was totally how I grew up. used to do that. We totally used to do that. And I think my parents just have really stiff friends now, too. Like, yeah. we're friends with, like, only boring white people. <laughs> we're friends... <laughs> Like, they're only friends with people who are just, like, very white suburban, you know? Right. Not that there's, like, anything wrong with that. It's just, like, very different from how I grew up, which was a little more diverse. And everybody was (laughs) young, you know? Like, staying up and grilling and, like, singing and dancing. Like, that was way more common when I was little on the weekends. Like, they used to be more like that and just haven't kept it. But their friends don't really do that now. They end up, like, arguing when they get too drunk. Like, that's the kind of nights they yeah. have, which is, like, annoying to me. <laughs> like, right. I don't like it, so. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yeah. That's interesting. Like, they're, but yeah, they're definitely but- more expressive than all of my friends' parents, except yours. <laughs> like, like they're way yeah. more expressive Even though I know you, that. I know you haven't seen my parents like that. I don't think you would, because it is very, like, it's how we are at home. Yeah, it's um, not for other people. It's for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but the, I mean, they would. My dad would get in like a very goofy conversation with you, like you know. If I we think were if we dinner spent, yeah, I think if we like did something like that, like had dinner yeah. and drinks together or whatever, like and that like would me, be more... my banter with my parents. Yeah, I think I. Would I just feel like it. I have. It's it's funny to me. My parents are strict in some ways, but in a lot of ways they're very like whatever yeah <laughs> like conversations and right. humor and um even like like i was thinking about this the way i grew up without having like religion or politics ever being a taboo like we're always saying some right, out of right. pocket shit about politics to each other yeah. and joking yeah um and Talking about religion very, like, freely Mm -hmm. and spirituality was very much the reason I am the way I am. But, um, yeah, like, I never felt afraid to get into, like, deep philosophical shit with my parents and have them, like, argue with me. Because they rarely did. Usually they tried to understand stuff. Yeah. Because they're very curious-minded people. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and just, like, like a debate, you know? Like, it's just, like, fun for us. Um, but a lot of people grew up not having that freedom to like speak out or like laugh really loud mm-hmm. or be super expressive in their home. Like yeah. that affects you in your adulthood. It's so interesting because like I didn't ever feel like I had limitations on that either. It's just like then sometimes when I would be too happy or like having too much fun or even now if I'm like yeah, and then they're excited like about something. Weird. Yeah. 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 They, and like I get loud when I'm talking about it. Like they just tell me to be like, I mean, they're just telling me to lower my volume, but it makes me feel like bad, you know, yeah. that like I mean, I've think of, think something of wrong. a five-year-old version of you being in that same situation i was and you being excited <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying jordan yeah that's but, no, what i'm and that's getting thing, at like, uh, this is it's i know it's part of the reason why i modulate my emotions all the time like i yeah. just like struggle to express them because i've been told 
to not to less lessen them right and that like I don't know yeah. that it's somehow unacceptable the way I'm expressing them. Right. It's like, I mean, that's how I've been. Uh, that's how I've been raised when it comes to like anger and sadness. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. exuberance and excitement has been fine, which is why I'm the way I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and you know we can have like a serious spirited debate, but I can't actually get angry. You know, it's a very fine yeah. line. So, um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel a ton of strong emotions anymore, though. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to let myself. Or feel them, are you but... just used to? No, not. I just don't really. <laughs> this is the depression thing, but I just don't really feel <laughs> a yeah. lot beyond general, like neutrality. Right. Sometimes contentment. And then other times frustration. It's like very right. moderate. But you just emotions. said you just said that's the depression. Like it's not. It is. Your, it's, it's that's not like actually my, your default state. Well, there's like a clinical term for it. What is it? Where you like Ap- don't feel? It's apathy. Yeah. Apathy. <laughs> yeah. 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 I feel apathy most of the time. Yeah. Which is fine. And, like, that doesn't mean that I don't have fun with people. Like, I often laugh a lot at work because my coworkers are funny and I like them. So, like, we talk shit about customers <laughs> and other coworkers. And <laughs> we laugh and joke and have yes. a good time. And I feel, you know, I'm laughing. I'm having a nice time. And then I yeah. go back to putting up the vegetables. Like, Right. Like, chill. it doesn't like, linger. It doesn't linger. Yeah. I don't often have lingering things. I can, yeah. And I have like, I, I have a good time. All the, like, you know, I generally yeah. have a good time. I just don't like feel yeah. some type of way yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've definitely, uh, and I've, I've like heard stuff about like how, you know, psychologists and spiritual people will talk about feeling the emotion in your body or whatever, all of those mm-hmm. things of like, we don't we don't let the happiness feeling linger into mm-hmm. like you know like a, having a really cute nice joyful morning we tend to not let that affect the rest of our day but anything negative definitely affects the rest of our day yeah. right and it, I... it's so it's so interesting to me that that happens yeah it is <laughs> to be honest i mean like and the thing is, you say that, and I'm like, no, like sometimes just having a nice morning sets me up for a really good. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But the yeah, thing is, you have one to, you bad thing have to happens. Be more, <laughs> like, you have to be a little more mindful about I agree. letting that that happy mm-hmm. moment. And I it, feel like, yeah, I think but, like, so too. You, and it, if you have a bad morning, it'll on. just be automatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, kind of like a bad what morning I'm... is 100 percent bad day. <laughs> right, <laughs> and sometimes it gets turned around. You know, like if I'm really focused on it i can just be like all right we're gonna flip it around (laughs) right you know i'll go find yeah i have there's this one coworker that i have who i adore he works in the mornings and he's older um so i only see him when we're switching shifts basically like he leaves when i come in Mm -hmm. and every day when i see him he gives me the best hug and even if i've had a really bad morning it just like sets me up 
for a, a, a good rest of my shift. Like I just right. feel better, you know, like, right. <laughs> I don't often talk to anyone in the morning when I'm getting ready, my dad's working, my mom's gone, my sister doesn't talk to me and then complains that I stay in my room all the time, you know, normal shit. And then it's just like, he, he just like sets me on the right path. I'm like, okay, I've gotten my daily dose of physical affection. He's kind of a a very physically affectionate person, really. And I don't get a lot of physical affection. Right. It's interesting to me that you are because I don't, I don't I haven't noticed that your family is. And yeah. On, we on all, the other my on the flip side, my family is very physically affectionate and I'm very averse. You're not. You hate it. You which have I know I, issues. Which is a new well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Relax. Okay. I wasn't trying to walk into a therapy session. <laughs> but I guess I did therapize you just now, kind of, mm. so take it it's just part um, of this week's astrology that we're supposed to still be talking <laughs> oh about. yeah yeah yeah. it's part of this week's <laughs> astrology yeah 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 yeah. got you got you <laughs> um but also that aversion is new mm-hmm. relatively i mean yeah comparing my life the, my yeah. entire life it's new it, mm-hmm. i think like maybe 20s early 20s oh interesting um and like you know, it makes sense when I look back at stuff. There wasn't like anything horrible, horrible incident. I'm not alluding to that, but um, multiple not horrible incidents probably led mm-hmm. to that. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. that is also a whole entire episode. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my family's very exuberant and affectionate. Like I, I feel like you can imagine. Yeah that kind of uh i don't know island party culture everyone's pretty affectionate too <laughs> yeah absolutely um, it, and like my mom is very physically affectionate mm-hmm. i just feel like these days there's like almost something lost mm-hmm. that we haven't been able to rekindle and maybe that's like ultimately what i'm struggling with right like yeah i'm yeah, yeah. struggling to find very my place cons- in my family yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. After like not living here and then moving back in a state of duress and then yeah. finally evening out and trying to figure out how I fit in my family again. Mm. But it's like, yeah, that's big. too hard. I, I got that. <laughs> it's too hard. It is. I struggled with that um, like during the pandemic when I went back home. Yeah. It's just a lot. Like a to... lot. Uh, yeah. A lot. <sighs> It's so we- it's so weird. Like, you know, it's very weird. All kinds of societal bullshit. While a lot of people our age have moved home and stuff, like I'm not supposed to be living at home anymore. <laughs> you know? Like yeah. I'm not supposed to be dealing with like bullshit sibling dynamics that piss me off <laughs> and like <laughs> trying to get it through to my parents that like yeah. like, you know, I may be twenty seven, but like I still need I still need you as my parents. Mm. And like it's so it's so bizarre to me that like honestly physical distance from your parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any everyone relates to this cuz here's the thing like my uh my normie friend group that I refer to in med school mm-hmm. they're I mean they're like not much younger than me 
um right. like a couple are 25 one is my age mm-hmm. and the others are like 23 24 you know mm-hmm. um so only like somewhat younger yeah but uh i like have talked about how like i've definitely lived away from my parents longer than any of them mhm um which is not even that long <laughs> it's like a few years maybe yeah. um but yeah i have found and my sisters told me this even before i was able to live away from my parents mm-hmm. that like living away from them the distance physical distance helped the relationship <laughs> absence makes the heart grow fonder dude it well, works every time yeah i mean it's that but it's also just like uh not being in the proximity of people who basically know all of your fucking triggers and buttons yeah, because they installed absolutely. them right <laughs> yeah you know your right. parents so um i think a lot of it is like absent is that absence makes the heart grow fonder like they you know relish in having that time with you when yeah. they do get to instead talk to of you and see instead you. of being yeah. full of shit all the time yes, with like bothering you about stuff right yeah definitely like, trying to get in your business all the time because they're not around right. you all the time like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. easier but which is why which is why my times with my parents right when i fly home mm-hmm. is amazing because we're just yeah chatting shit just catching up and having a good time and that yeah. lasts for a little while and then after that it's like and then you oh. settle back in some normal shit right <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Like, where they're trying to get you back into that dynamic of yeah. having control over you and your choices it's, and your behavior right. and it's everything when you live as boundaries yeah, outside yeah, yeah. Of the home <laughs> yeah. yes like you've already experienced some of your life as an independent adult right which usually leads to kind of being more comfortable with yourself and like Mm -hmm. not being afraid of being judged so you kind of can do whatever and whatever whatever it is discover yourself a little more but then moving back in with your parents where they don't know this new version of you right they know like the one that they raised and had much more control over right and then everyone is pissed like yeah you know they're like, equally as pissed because the they're just like why did this person just change like yeah <laughs> you know why are they suddenly yeah. standing up for themselves or arguing back more or for whatever sure. it is um yeah so it's, yeah, it's just a very sticky situation it's a hard time of year for this stuff too and like thinking yeah. about our friends who are parents listening to this like your kids are home all the time now right. <laughs> they were at school so like you know evenings and weekends were like nice times together now (laughs) you know maybe they're at camps and stuff during the day because people still have to work but like (laughs) they're around way more now (laughs) you have to deal with them way more often so it's it's similar even when they're young where it's like you have to kind of relearn who they are when you see Mm, them yeah for more hours of the day all summer long totally and like they don't have activities every day you can't like have a normal <laughs> schedule all the right. time like who they're kind of becoming as they grow go and start new years in school and like mature and have way more opinions and spew right. way more bullshit that you have to deal with you know <laughs> like learning yeah. who even your little kids are as they grow because they change all the time too like truly they change fat way faster than we do as adults. Mm. 
yeah it takes a i think it takes like a couple years of living on your own to kind of come into your adult personality yeah like a few years of true independence to find out who you really are and find confidence in that versus like what are the what's the psychological stages of life like adolescence is when you're discovering your identity but you also have like a um in your early adulthood a time where you're really getting into like yourself as a person away from your upbringing so yeah it is a it's an interesting time yeah it's an interesting time i don't know interesting time obviously we're sitting here talking about parents and children it's cancer season and a lot of the astrology is just like (laughs) about this (laughs) yeah it's be nice to yourself encourage yourself yeah and, and like, ending, like ending with a Mercury trine Neptune, that might be when you have the alien dream astral yeah. projection <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> in a more grounded sense, you like it's the time where like you're I don't know, you'll be feeling ooh, how am I how do I want to phrase this? I'm like thinking about it. How do I want to say this? Like to me, that's a lot of oh god like listening to those dreams that you had you when you were little and like assessing Mm. uh, not even assessing that's too concrete but just like feel feeling have you Mm -hmm. accomplished this for yourself whether like you know when you're little you want to be like an astronaut or something but like Mm -hmm. now you're an accountant but did you like satisfy something in that dream that you had Mm -hmm. Like what a, you're doing, adventurous, now. being adventurous, or like sure, like whatever, whatever aspect, whatever of the an feelings are. To be, yes, like, do you yes. are you like still feeling? Do you feel like you've satisfied that for yourself? Mm. And like if not, like how can you spice it up? Like obviously, it's not like you know you're 40 and you're an accountant, you can't become an astronaut anymore. But like, could you indulge <laughs> in like buying a telescope for yourself and having you know yeah. especially oh, during sounds, the summer like that sounds rad as fuck right I want a having telescope. a telescope <laughs> yes, yes <laughs> right yes but like you know indulging in something like that like why did you have this dream when you were a kid and how can mm. you like if you've got kids like how can you tell them like when i was little i really wanted to be an astronaut here's why i love space like we're gonna mm. get a telescope and we can spend the summer night stargazing and then yo like, if you can go to a planetarium you know, yeah, I go to a planetarium love. with them. Like, take yourself on a planetarium date. Like, something. I love a just solo do... planetarium date. Yo, yeah, that's like just like one of the best I just, things. I feel like we need to be a little bit more dreamy and indulgent right now. And like, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be monetary, even like whatever. Borrow your neighbor's binoculars and look at the stars. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, well, also museums and like something. planetariums. Um, yeah. In a lot of places, they're not that expensive. Maybe the super... No, they're free if you're, or not or If not you're in, expensive. like, a major city and you're going to a very touristy place, mm-hmm. then yes. But, like, a lot of local places, like, yeah, um, need more funding. Like, they don't even get enough money. Like, so their prices right. are low is what I'm saying. Support right. your little local um, places if, if that's, like, what... Yeah. 
and they're a great way i feel Fulfills like to your indulge curiosity, your inner you know? child like yeah, going yeah, to yeah. your natural history museum if you want to be a paleontologist or a zoologist or like haven't been to your art museum in years and like you always wanted to be an artist you know yeah. just reminding yourself of these like passions you had your Definitely. whole life these things you loved when you were little just having fun it's the time Definitely. of year to have I, fun <laughs> i think the reason i listen to so much music like even these little playlists that i'm making i feel mm-hmm. like i can make them so easily because my music library is like huge you're <laughs> so, you it's absolutely massive you I, have a, I save a, a very lot of wide music. musical repertoire yeah thanks i like it uh it's been developing <laughs> for many years right. um and i think part of that is like one of my little childhood dreams was being like a singer songwriter producer mm-hmm. um yeah. and i kind of like listening to music and like watching k-pop music videos and stuff like that that sort of thing is very healing to my inner teenager because mm-hmm. i daydreamed about stuff like that and that was when i was first getting into k-pop so right. i was like oh my god what if i was like a k-pop like <laughs> like concept yeah. designer producer kind right. of thing um yeah so i still find that fun mm-hmm. as an adult i mean k-pop just gets cooler and cooler true to be honest so yeah yeah so that's kind of like one of those things that i do regularly um yeah right so like an yeah, interest I like that I to there, it's important to do stuff like that yeah, I wanted to be a singer when I was little. I need to like reindulge exactly. that part of myself. Music, but I think that's music part of why helps. I love making this podcast because I get to like record and produce with you. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. Like, you know, this is fun for me and like satisfies a passion of mine mm-hmm. that has been like making my own things. You know, media, definitely, whatever. You know, we're not singing. This isn't a singing podcast, but like. We get to share things that we like, share music that we're enjoying, mm-hmm. and just have mm-hmm. fun together. And, like, mm-hmm. I really – this satisfies that for me. And, like, I don't know. I had so many dreams when I was little. I went through a whole paleontologist phase. Mm-hmm. I had. I, I wanted, wanted to be a journalist. So I like that you wanted to be a journalist. You're I so wanted precocious. to be. I wanted to be a little <laughs> – I wanted to be – yeah, thanks. Uh, I wanted to be <laughs> an international correspondent. Oh my god! Boots on the ground. <laughs> Shut up. I'm here <laughs> in You're fucking Libya. We're addressing the refugee crisis. Like that Jesus was Christ. that was the shit that I yeah yeah. I was a wow. big nerd. I was a big nerd, dude. And yeah, like wow. different flavor of nerd than the usual i've tried Mm -hmm. to explain this to someone they did not understand like i was not a gamer nerd no i wasn't like a gamer computer i mean i was into computers but like that wasn't the flavor precocious child before that doesn't even make sense it did not make sense because they were like you know i'm not experienced in playing video games like so when in high school i would go to someone's house and mm-hmm. you know there's many of us and playing video games and i'd be bad at them it's like yeah because yeah. i don't play these at home my parents make me fucking study dude like I, read I, and study. I don't get the luxury to sit <laughs> and play video games for 10 hours after school are you joking right um and they're like you always say you're a nerd or whatever i'm like That's yeah not- more like a literary yeah like i read gone with the wind when i was 11 years old right 
that like, kind of nerd. This kind of nerd. You're a, like computer people are geeks. You're a nerd. <gasps> you know, there's a distinction that we like didn't yeah. make. But now we just say like gamers, or I guess right. You know, we have a broader we just you know term. Right. You're there better, are lots uh, broader of broader meaning words of nerd. and yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was a fucking it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, intellectual yeah. child. Oh my God. Wherever that went. But mm-hmm. here's what else I'll say about the astrology this mm-hmm. week is um, even when you're saying like, we need to get over our fucking emotional baggage before Leo season. This mm-hmm. is kind of the week to pick up, pick it up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. On delay, on delay, bitch. We got it's gonna gotta, be in your face. We gotta, you know, have a good cry. Do some, you know, do some reflecting. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, cause we gotta, we gotta get up. We gotta move on. We gotta, we gotta slay. Okay. Right. Right. Um, the next mm-hmm. Monday, mm-hmm. the following Monday, um, July tenth. Uh, first of all, that's when EXO's album comes out, but that's not <laughs> in the astrology. That's not what this is about. The- <laughs> The action, that's not what this is about, but I just wanted to mention it just in mm-hmm. case you didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's when X's album comes out. It's also when Mars moves into Virgo. Woo-hoo. Okay. Um, Virgo Mars. My best friend from Peace Corps has a Virgo Mars. Very, like, very planned, efficient worker. Ducks like in a, a row, ver- baby. Yeah. Like, that is... Honestly, that is kind of a placement I'm envious of, but... Mind your I don't P's have, and Q's, bitch. I don't have many... I don't have many, like, things I would want to change about my astrology, personally, but that's a mm-hmm. pretty good one. <laughs> Virgo Mars would be really helpful sometimes. Virgo um, Mars is a nice placement. You could... Honestly, it can definitely... In a lot of it aspects. Can, it can definitely fall into, like, a perfectionist... For sure. You it know. can be um, tense in that yeah way. yeah yeah it, it may be hard to work with people like you might mm-hmm. be a little thorny <laughs> yep. like to yep. work with you're the project but manager to me, but like the micromanager to, to be honest i don't mind i had a really uh well i i did do some work with this peace corps friend of mine mm-hmm. where she's definitely like the manager i'm the ideas guy <laughs> Right, 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 right. You know, very and you and you and I, you and I yep. kind of have the similar something similar yeah. going on. I we think. have a very similar dynamic, and then we meet in our like ri- Gemini rising, yeah, with like boom, bing, bang ideas. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, how far can we take this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But Virgo, the Virgo Mars is very much like, I made a timetable. I made a fucking graph. Like, I'm ready. I have the list of things I need to buy. I have the budget made for this project. Like, yes, very very detailed planning. Um, And so I think it's a great time if you have something very, I don't know like that to work on mm-hmm. that you kind of need to get going on yeah um so i think it would be smart to be a little emotionally clearer mm-hmm. <laughs> get kind of those things mm-hmm. out of the way this coming week right um, and i do feel like it's a supportive week for that like yes 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 definitely like you're gonna be in your emotions and yeah. then the the energies are gonna pick you on up and set you straight 
Hopefully, and then you enter Mars, Mars and Virgo with like a clearer head. Yeah, and hopefully some like inspiration. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, we're gonna get into this. I think when we talk about like what we've been watching and listening to later. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did watch. Uh, the Hasan Minaj interview with Barack Obama mm-hmm. and it actually goes so well right before we started this recording I was like let me just look up his chart really quick actually mm-hmm. um, Barack Obama's a Leo if you didn't know very definitely makes sense I Classic. think charismatic um, alluring and <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly mm-hmm. um, and he's an Aquarius rising and also has a Virgo Mars, ironically. Oh, you know what? That makes so much it sense. It makes because it's so like much sense. you have the charisma and then you've got the foresight and the need and want to help everyone. Yeah. And then the fucking planning to back it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good, it's a good chart, actually. Yeah, very. If you good. want to look up Barack Obama's chart, um, but, <laughs> but yeah. So I, it just made me think of, of kind of how he is, like, um, you know, whatever you'd like to say about him. That's not what this podcast is. <laughs> but you know, using him, using him to learn a bit more about astrology, mm-hmm. um, of like, yeah, exactly what you're saying. He had sort of progressive ideals Mm -hmm. and like he has and they address this in in the interview he -hmm. has this optimistic hope at one point Hasan Minhaj is just like you're too intelligent to not be depressed yeah right now (laughs) yeah yeah he was just like a real fact you're you know specifically these past few years right have been just extremely bleak right. and you like h- him speaking to barack obama like you're the hope and change guy you know right. yep uh like how much of it is just a front because you there's no way that you don't look at the world and and aren't depressed right. and barack obama was like of course i've been depressed <laughs> like what the, like what do yeah. you mean but he he kind of goes into it where like it is just in his personality to mm-hmm. be optimistic and keep trucking right. along. What's the next right. thing I got to do? Okay, yep. so what's the next? Okay, so that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So what's the next thing I got to do? Very um, Mars in Virgo yeah. to me. Yeah, because you can be a perfectionist and keep trying to do the same thing forever. Mm-hmm. But I think a Virgo mars placement is like mm-hmm. you're so much of a perfectionist that you know you just can't waste time on this anymore yeah toss it yep what Move i think people often mistake about virgo placements is that they're like extremely stubborn more like a taurus where like they will keep trying the no. same thing over and they're over mutable. again and they're immutable exactly sign. and that's very much not virgos like sure we want to think and usually this is what happens, but that the first thing we think of is the correct way to go about something, right? <laughs> sure. Usually that's fine. But when it doesn't work, we usually already have at least two backup plans if the first way didn't right. work. Right. I mean, and yeah. And we're willing to try true. the next one and then the next one. Right. Uh, or like if something doesn't work out, we're just, we're going to move past it. 
Like right. it's not a lingering thing for most Virgos. Like you said, it's right. a mutable sign. Like it's much easier to move on as a Virgo than it is as other earth placements. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the, you know, Virgo will have their ego bruised by being wrong. Sure. Sure. But like if work needs to get done, it's gonna yeah. we're gonna put that we're gonna push those feelings aside. Mm-hmm. And Virgo's very good at pushing feelings aside, including yep. having a bruised ego from being wrong. Yep. <laughs> because can, they want to be right. Patch up that wound later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But exactly. Like right now we've gotta go. We have shit to do. <laughs> we got we gotta move on. Yep. Um so yeah, I just thought it's a pretty decent interview and a pretty decent interview it's pretty decent i okay it's it's interesting like i think he's still he's still like i'm a politician i have to be very careful about what i'm saying um and hassan is trying to push that Mm -hmm. um and they talk about authenticity you know all that stuff Uh, yeah i think it's good i mean it's a good we're we're early but it's good for leo season two i think yeah Um, and and we'll talk more about that when we get into leo season um, oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I just think Mars and Virgo, a good little grind set mindset moment. <laughs> yeah. And it's not pushing yourself to the point of failure, please. No, no That's no. not what we're talking about. We're talking it's about. It's really just like, I need to get fucking... your shit in order. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's giving the, you know, the vlogs of people just like getting shit done all yep. day. <laughs> like, Life resets. Yeah, I love a life yeah. reset. Oh, I'm yeah. oh, I need a life reset right now. I mean, I do too. This is but that's a good time to do it when you're like Yeah. Next week, next week. When you've got now, the motivation do the planning. for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get get the stuff done. Make mm-hmm. sure you schedule Maybe the think time. About, uh, schedule your time to cry this week. Yeah. But also be thinking about the things you want to change, the things you want to do. Do you have any for projects sure. you've been putting off? Do do you need to redo your closet? I just redid my closet and it was great. I need... Do you need to redo your whole closet? Sam, yeah. do you need to go find some drip? <laughs> yeah, Jordan absolutely you dragged my life drippy? by telling me that <laughs> my wardrobe... <laughs> no, no, no. You're leaving out a lot of context here. Mm. I just... You're leaving out a lot of context here. <laughs> Sam, I don't know if we you know those into- big red oh, foam no, I don't- boots? Oh, God, we don't need to. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk about it. You know those big <laughs> red foam boots that, like, influencers have been wearing, unironically, oh. that are absolutely hideous and impractical? <laughs> They're making a Crocs version, right? I sent them to Sam, and Sam no. immediately is like, <laughs> I was joking. Okay. so drippy. I was joking about uh-huh. that. I hate uh-huh. you, bitch. Uh-huh. I thought and you were going to talk about then, what I said today. And then, and then. <laughs> Sam sends another video today of someone <laughs> customizing the big red foam ones, which it was cool, but again, wearing them unironically. So it's not that they didn't look cool. It's just like the whole concept of these shoes is so <laughs> ugly, horrific, horrendous, a sweaty nightmare. Just- you can't even get them on. Like no, but Jordan. And then Sam is like obsessed with drip, like the ugliest shoes. And Sam is like drip, straight drip, fire, gas. And I'm just like, what? But all Sam wears is 
leggings, <laughs> t-shirts, <laughs> maybe a cardigan. I'm Sam was wearing a flannel today when we were like doing stuff before the podcast, and I was like, "Oh, oh, that's different." <laughs> Wait, was that dressed up to you? I literally hate you so much. <laughs> I'm never speaking to you again. <laughs> podcast over right I now. can't believe I'm being dragged for not dressing up I feel... not not dressing up you're obsessed with drip <laughs> with like cool clothes of course I am of course you, I am you don't I'm not I'm not trying to be the I'm not trying to be an influencer uh you're not trying beast. to be a drip god no I just enjoy it I just enjoy <laughs> consuming it it's the same the way that I'm not a fucking wardrobe. producer, musical producer, but I enjoy music. Okay. I enjoy fashion as an art form, but I don't give a fuck about fashion <laughs> myself. I know. I'm just kidding. But it's just so, like dragging you for one, for something. Yeah. But it really was funny. It was funny. <laughs> I really got read to death <laughs> earlier. Anyway. Anyway. It's a good time. <laughs> to kind of put some gas in your ass and <laughs> do the thing or at least map it out <laughs> like if yeah. you need to hire Planning someone stage. to come do the thing for you you can mm. do that <laughs> you know mm-hmm. been meaning to renovate your bathroom better get going mm-hmm. you'll want to do it next week <laughs> covers it hopefully this was cohesive i think so i'm going but, to make a very brief statement about the tarot i pulled for this oh week. yes 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 i yes, got yes, yes. please bring it all two, together i got the two of swords that's our main card for the week mm-hmm. the two of swords is a card about duality of course but it can either be about blind faith or self-limitation where are you on this spectrum <laughs> Are you in the place and actually doing the work to be able to trust your intuition implicitly? Uh Or are you sitting here thinking about all the things you should do and could do, things that you want to do, that you say you Mm want to do, that you've told people you want to do, and you're just not doing anything about it? I literally was talking to my friend today about like how sometimes when you're in relationships with men and they're ending they're like you deserve someone so much better than me like you deserve a better man <laughs> oh okay be the better man you know like why not put in the f are you like not putting in the effort to be the better person that someone deserves you know like whatever think about it just think about it in different perspectives yeah. and how yeah. it like might apply to your life either way but that's been a big theme lately too like <laughs> mm. relationships have been messy um <laughs> in addition to mm. that i ha- i got a lot of fives while i was shuffling fives in tarot are about conflict so i got specifically the five of cups and the five of coins the five of cups is about not appreciating what you have and only focusing on what you don't i also feel like that applies to the <laughs> astrology and like what i've just mm-hmm. been saying like focusing on lack doesn't help you 
focusing mm-hmm. on your lack of love as a child is actually not helpful. Reflecting mm-hmm. on it and using it to better yourself now and like the changes you need to make, making sure you are mothering and fathering and parenting yourself, your inner right. child is right. really important. But if you are just thinking about how like, oh, my parents just screwed me up so bad. I'm never going to be better. Like that's not helpful. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. And five of coins is about the tone, like this line or this like concept of holding on so tightly to wealth that you ignore the need that's in front of you. Like, you know, it's not like giving beyond your means, but making sure that you're not hoarding because there's Mm. no use in hoarding. You know, Mm -hmm. there are, Mm -hmm. whether it's you, you need to indulge in buying that telescope to satisfy your inner child and share that with someone that you love very much. Like, that's an important thing to consider. Spend, like, you know, don't spend irresponsibly. Moderate your own finances. But Mm -hmm. indulging in yourself every once in a while is okay and is acceptable and is often very necessary yeah smart investment actually to take care of yourself i don't know take care of yourself invest in yourself (laughs) buy yourself something nice just because you want to you know like yeah it doesn't have to be content right (laughs) right it doesn't have to be content. me at me (laughs) you can get into something without having to post it yeah just enjoy something for yourself you know yeah um and I also wanted to point out the tower and the devil. The tower makes you Ooh. feel like everything is crumbling. It is often just a new beginning. In this case, you can maybe think about it as like a, gen- a commitment to a generational shift, right? If you're a parent with children, yeah. teaching them and giving them what you lacked, what you feel like you really needed as a kid, making sure that they have it. It can also be like this Mars in Virgo next week, it can just be like a time where you really need to just shift something, get something mm-hmm. going, mm-hmm. Bu- mm-hmm. start building a new tower, something that you can be proud of, something that makes you happy. And then the devil, the devil is like, I don't know, how would you describe the devil, Sam? Like, um, from it's a little bit of like indulgence, a little bit of not, yeah, of not indulging too much. <laughs> I, I think, I think especially those two together the tower Mm -hmm. and the devil Mm -hmm. um one interpretation of the devil is like kind of coming to terms with things about yourself that you're not Mm -hmm. happy with Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe regrets that you have yes uh or bad habits or behavior that you know needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. like kind of what you're saying like even this thing about when guys will be like you deserve someone better Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that mindset of like right. i'm fundamentally broken or whatever I'm not like enough i will never yeah be like i'm inadequate or mm-hmm. even imposter syndrome can be this mm-hmm. yeah uh, for sure because imposter syndrome tends to come from a type of upbringing where you did not feel like even what i was talking mm-hmm. about earlier about like being a person of color in white suburbia where right you the energy re- you receive is of rejection all the time like all the mm-hmm. time when you're very young right <laughs> um so so yeah like 
seeing how those things have affected you and caused behaviors that you're not necessarily proud mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of this earlier, like that whole gifted child syndrome mm-hmm. <laughs> that people talk about. Yep. And how putting putting kids and here's the thing i want to know if like this is still done is it still done in the same way nowadays i have no idea in grade school where like they'll find the kids and give them an iq test and like put them in some separate class or you know it's different in Mm -hmm. different states but whatever that version is Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and how i mean a lot of those kids are kind of fucked up right like as adults and I mean, one part of it was uh, I felt like when we were separated from the rest of the class, like it caused a divide with other students, and uh, we weren't we weren't like discouraged from acting like we're hot shit because we're in some advanced class, you know. Like I saw people act like that all the time, and. I feel like those people, like people who grew up as gifted kids, also have like this tendency to act very superior about their intelligence. Mm-hmm. Um, like even even something like that, and you know, I'm saying that as someone, I think I relate to that. Is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. Like I feel like right. sometimes I can get a little hot, haughty. Mm-hmm. Not h o t t i e, but h a u g h. T-Y, but it's a double it's entendre. Haughty. I'm a, <laughs> it's a double entendre. But yes, haughty. haughty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, that I maybe come off that way to people. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that's come up for me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. You know, those, those sorts of things where instead of kind of blaming the other person, if someone brings up something to you, I mean, that can be relatable, especially this, uh, Mercury Square Chiron, really mm-hmm. any of these placements, especially if you have a romantic partner who may yeah. like bring up stuff about like how you're perceived or whatever it is. Um, and you coming to terms with that, maybe reflecting on how you were raised and why you might be that way, but not using it as an excuse, but yeah. using it as a way to address it, acknowledge it. Right, and stuff. right. Um, yeah, I think that's like part of you know definitely getting older and like realizing Mm -hmm. those things yeah Um, the devil really encourages self-reflection like this and yeah the devil is not a bad card at all no 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 both of these get a bad rep actually (laughs) the tower Mm -hmm. and the devil um i think when people get the tower they think that there's like impending doom Mm -hmm. but i think the the whole point like if you get the card in tarot if you're doing a tarot reading about whatever it is mm-hmm. you're thinking about and get the tower you're already informed now yeah that some shit's about to hit the fan exactly. which makes it much less shit hitting the fan e yes because <laughs> you expect exactly. it um so it's not impending doom anymore it's more like okay i need to keep my wits about me and be a little mm-hmm. more mindful and reflective of stuff that's going on it's time for a dismantling a fresh beginning very yeah it's fine like it's it's okay (laughs) it will be tough but you'll get through yeah yeah um and also also that combination like if you're someone who tends to stay in your comfort zone and be very stagnant Mm -hmm. that might be 
I can I can see our like stagnance, our imposter syndrome, whatever it is, our limiting yes. beliefs keeping us from rebuilding a tower. Exactly. Um, you know. So I yeah, that's definitely relatable this week. I think and next this week and next week. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't reach the heights you're meant to reach if you're not willing to build a new building when the first one falls. Yeah, <laughs> and that wraps up tarot for the week. <laughs> okay oh man oh man i think that's all i i think that's all i got to be honest sam what have you been listening to this week or watching or reading or whatever many things um there are so many musical releases coming out and it's like just starting kind of um so shiny fucking k-pop legends very have come back group with yes with their eighth album called hard yeah yeah um 15 years they had they had their 15th anniversary (gasps) debut anniversary um you know their youngest member just finished their military service this earlier this year was that earlier Mm -hmm. this year oh my god (laughs) it seems like forever ago Mm -hmm. um or maybe it was last year actually i might be wrong don't don't quote me on that um but yeah taman taman finished his military service Mm -hmm. um and they're doing a comeback and so good i think i'm only sad like their leader uh is like not well like he's sick so he's not able to promote right now just feel a little empty okay Mm -hmm. um with just three of them but are they yeah. really only a four-person group? I thought they were. More. They were five, but one of the members died. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In oh, what year was that? That was a few years ago, wasn't it? I remember twenty seventeen or something. Yeah, like I remember. I remember seeing like uh the death anniversary, and I was shocked mm-hmm. by the number of years. I was like, I can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah, I remember um, it was happening. It was really sad. Yeah, and if anything, I mean, I was always into Shiny, but I think they're. And I mean, they had a hiatus, obviously, after that. Right, right. <laughs> that goes without question. But their comeback after that, um, th- one thing about Chinese is that they get a lot more creative control mm-hmm. um, than I think a lot of groups. Um, mm-hmm. Like one of them, like not even just choreography, but also like concept um, right. lyrics. Um, and their their comeback song you know, you could listen to it and think it's a love song, but it's kind of like in disguise, a song about their grief. Oh, for the member that died. It's Ooh. a very like emotional. I was rewatching it today because I was like, Shiny's a fucking legend. I love Shiny and just like fangirling a bit. Um, wow. And watching it, it's called Good Evening, their comeback after Jung Hyun died. And it's just such a beautiful song. They're such like they're like on a different level perform as performers mm-hmm. um, in K-pop, like legendary status. So yeah, it was super exciting for this album to come out, and it's so good. This good album good. is very good. Yeah, there's I know like you linked it, so I'll have to listen to it. Yes, yes, I definitely recommend. It's very experimental, but there's like some funk. You know, I love there's some like hip hop. Yeah, I love like a funky, a funky song. Um, That's gonna be so they good. have like they have like their own style. And I think funk is a lot of like it's a big part of their their 
sort of sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was like so good. Like if you've listened to Shiny for a long time, you're like, oh, they're like, they, this is like a mature, you know, these are performers. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, really good. Um, oh, I would be so exciting. excited if they do concerts. If I can at least watch like a live stream, you know, because <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. able to fly anywhere, go to a concert. Oh my God. <laughs> if EXO goes on tour, I will have a crisis. Like if they come to the States, mm-hmm. I will be having a crisis. You're just gonna need to actually go to a FAFSA. Show. FAFSA will have to pay for my Excel experience. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so that's one thing, and then another thing that came out, um, is I am from Monster X. Came out with a solo, mm-hmm. um, and it's like really good. It's a very um, it's like really grungy trap hip-hop vibes it was kind of interesting oh that's um, fun so yeah his song called overdrive mm-hmm. um it's pretty cool i like it i like it a lot um but yeah that's kind of all i got <laughs> are these releases of course i'm gonna talk non-stop about the cape uh fucking exo album that comes out and yep. their other pre-release single that comes out this friday Mm-hmm. I'm mentally preparing for it. <laughs> Trying to. It's very exciting. Yes. Um, the other thing I watched was that Barack Obama interview. I can link mm-hmm. it as well. It's a good listen, like 30 minutes, maybe. Okay. Um, I'll have to watch yeah. it. I like yeah. uh, Hassan's in- interviews usually. Yeah, he's pretty funny. He's good. And like very he's like a decent in- interviewer. Yeah. Yeah. I-, I think he balances the comedian side well because i feel like when comedians do interviews sometimes it's like a little too much like you're just trying to fucking do a set (laughs) and actually it's funny i used to critique hassan of like all of his interviews and appearances seemed like a bit Mm -hmm. or like a a comic like just a set Mm -hmm. or whatever right right um but i think he's better at that now he balances like this is when i can be like a comedian and this is when i can be like i i think I suspect that he also secretly had a dream of being like a little journalist or something yeah. similar to that, mm-hmm. especially based on his Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like he balances that well and he's a good interviewer and it's funny, you know, it's entertaining yeah, too. That's good. But yeah. Um, what about you? Oh, the, I haven't really been listening to anything except that, uh, uh that EXO song. The single one, yeah. The single, that's what I've been listening to. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The usual last podcast on the left, I've just needed some like demented bullshit. Honestly, to distract from my own, honestly. Yeah. Then. Yeah, that's why I think I need it. (laughs) You know, those. Right after we talked about processing your feelings, hopefully, we're like, yeah, I need a goofy podcast to ignore my feelings. Exactly. Sometimes you just do, you know, it's fine. Like while I'm at work, I just need to like not think about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's true. um I like to listen to it while I'm like putting up the milk in the dairy box. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I really wanted to talk about this week, and although I can't like wholeheartedly recommend it just yet, because I'm barely into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want to talk about it. Is this book that I got from the library and have started reading 
It's called Murder Your Employer, The McMaster's Guide to Homicide. <laughs> yeah. Have you Holmes. been reading that at work? <laughs> I have t- taken it to work and I think it's funny. <laughs> um, it's a little, you know, silly, ironic moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's by Rupert Holmes, who is the man who wrote the song Escape, <laughs> also known as the Pina Colada song. Yeah. Why is the song called Escape? I don't know why is it's that called real? Escape. Yeah, that's what it's actually Escape. called. But in parent, it's called Escape parentheses Pina the Pina Colada song. The pi- the, the Pina Colada song. Pina Col- that is you know the one. Yes, yes, you it's know the, the one, one you're thinking of. It's it actually <laughs> is the one you're thinking of. Because at first I was like, "What? No, it can't be that song. It is that song. In fact, it is." <laughs> um, I really. I'm having a good time. I'm only like 30 pages in. This book isn't very long, but I'm really enjoying it. Is it good? Um, is he a good writer? He is. It's a bit satirical. So it's a thriller, technically, uh-huh. um, this book. But it's like funny. Like I'm having a lovely yeah. time. It's yeah. a bit of a self-aware, omniscient third-person narrator. Yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. like... The tone is so silly. Is that how Animal Farm is written? I might be making something. I don't know. I have no idea how Animal Farm is written. It's giving that, though. Let me... uh, I literally read the preface to Matt the other night because it was cracking me up. Okay, I'm going to read you literally the title page. Mm. The McMaster's Guide to Homicide, Murder Your Employer, from the Chronicles Mm. of Dean Harbinger Harrow, the McMaster's Conservatory for the Applied Arts, Dean of Admissions and Confessions, Professor Emeritus, Department of Arts and Blackmail Letters, Senior Fellow, International Guild of Murderists, edited by Rupert Holmes, illustrations, because there are beautiful pictures in this, by Ana Luizos. Um, And (laughs) there's like terms of the applied arts which is like the glossary in the beginning of the book oh. and they call uh, god it's so funny the t- terms of the applied arts deletion our preferred term for murder vulgar it's like in brackets vulgar oh. murder is the vulgar term <laughs> although oh. some younger staff have lately adopted omission as less austere note that while to delete is our <laughs> verb of choice we do not use to omit as an alternative like that's kind <laughs> of what you're getting from this book oh, it's a little bit silly my god just like a kind of a funny take on a thriller and i am enjoying it so far again i'm not very far into it but it's like a comedy i like it thriller book yeah i finished up my sci-fi novel that i was reading harrow the ninth mm-hmm. and i just needed something light and this was a good choice mm-hmm, honestly mm-hmm. yeah this was yeah, a good yeah. Choice. so um i love it i'm i'm, a- I'm actually kind of obsessed with it but i didn't know like I didn't make the Rupert Holmes connection. I literally read the author flap and I was like, oh my God, he wrote that song. But he also is like a multi-tony winner because he's Mm. written fucking mystery musicals for Broadway. Like he's just done so many things. And he had his one song and probably made so much fucking money from that song. Multi-platinum song. And he's like, okay, now I can just produce the (laughs) art I want to do. Okay, I guess. Like, that's all we so need funny. jordan we just need one hit song one song <laughs> we will be set for life Wait. hold on i'm gonna <laughs> look it up okay the album that this song is on is called partners in crime which i also think is so funny what is 
This is lore. Oh, God, nobody like, has ever thought this, this man, deeply about this. I, Pina I just Colada think man. this man knows what he's doing and is doing it well yeah. and executing yeah. it perfectly because his whole shtick is like silly mystery <laughs> thriller, right? Like everything he makes is perfectly attuned to the genre, and I am obsessed. I can't wait to actually get into this book. I've not been in the mental state of mind to read. I've been like. A little too spacey and i want to uh-huh. dedicate myself to Ooh, this book. it's been a spacey time yeah yeah very spacey sure. a bit um of emotional turmoil and i'm just like i just need to bring it back down and like read this book so yeah definitely it's been a treat but cool. i thought it was so funny that this is the man who wrote this book and that yeah, song that is so i'm gonna have a good time the with pina colada song yeah the pina colada song <laughs> um so, like I said, I can't, like, straight up recommend this book just yet as I'm not very far into it, but I am enjoying the tone that it's written mm-hmm, in so far. Mm-hmm. I like a little self-aware book. You know what I mean? That I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of it is, like, in journals. There are technically going to be three stories in it, I suppose, and, like, they're written in journals from the perspective of the people, of the deletist. Right. Right, right, right. <laughs> the deletists. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah the yeah, people yeah. committing the quote-unquote murders and if they were successful Deletus or not so successful funny. isn't it funny it's really Deletus silly i really good. like it yeah I like um it. yeah i like it a lot and i think i'm going to enjoy this book but that's all i've been doing really is reading mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh Chilling. working on podcast stuff like in my free time it's yeah. only been podcast and reading right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and i haven't been reading a lot lately instead i've been if he, anyone out there would like videos. to be our manager for free <laughs> <laughs> for free <laughs> yeah we can't afford we can't afford a manager but oh no but if you want to do it kidding, don't free. Do no 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 i'm kidding don't <laughs> we have a twitter <laughs> no 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 and an email i'm, Reach I'm out. not encouraging unethical <laughs> labor now it's a sensitive time for oh, that it is everyone deserves to be paid for their art and their skills <laughs> everyone just getting paid more for the most part except for everyone should be paid more people except who don't for billionaires to, yeah <laughs> they don't make that much money all right um I think anyway we okay we gotta go <laughs> we gotta we gotta go <laughs> we got to go okay but this oh is fun God. i love this, this little ramble I did not expect us to ramble this much, but this was alas, a weird episode. We'll alas, see how it shakes out. We are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man, we'll be back next week. Everyone. We'll see you next week. Bye, Bye, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you would like to leave us a review and a rating of our show on whatever platform you're listening on, we'd appreciate that so much. And as always, you can reach us at Two Cups Between uh, with the number two on Twitter, or you can email us at Two Cups Between at gmail.com. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye bye. Nice. Yeah. Another one in yeah. the books. Another one in the books. <laughs> I don't know if this was our best work, but it was something. I think it was pretty good. I mean, I liked what we talked about, but I'm also like, damn, we talked too much. (laughs) 
I mean, Jesus. it is a podcast. Have you heard of a podcast where they're not talking, Jordan? That's the point. I don't know if you listen to one of those. Okay. It is only talking. That is all that there is in a podcast. Oh, we just, we tried to make it succinct. Like, we changed the format to make it yeah. more succinct, and it didn't work. Well, I don't know if we, okay. I wasn't, here's my thing. Here's my thing. <laughs> succinct maybe i don't mean an actual duration but i feel like you know i wanted it to be a little more cohesive was this episode that i don't know i doubt (laughs) i don't think so i don't think so i think it was also kind of a nice flow you know we're in a water season also mercury's in cancer are you really expecting us to like make fucking sense right now We I wish we did. We can't I have an astrology podcast and just ignore the astrology. I wish we could keep it together. No. <laughs> Despite that's not very that's like inauthentic. Come on, Jordan. <laughs> God, Virgos are always just wanting to be fucking fake and perfect. Like You're shut up. <laughs> just be yourself. Just be yourself. Oh my god, my parents I'm are done. joking. Wait, no, 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 keep this in, keep this, this is a funny story, this is a funny story. My parents are joking. You know how my mom, my mom's taking this Ayurveda course. Yeah. A lot of her professors are Indian. Mm-hmm. And so my parents were making fun of her, her accent. My dad was like, what has your accent gotten worse after listening to them? <gasps> so funny. This is, this is not a joke for sensitive people. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, brace yourselves. But anyway, so they were joking about that. And I was I was also joking around. I was like, say three, say three. <laughs> Making her say words that are hard to say with an accent. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, Dad, Dad, say one, two, three. It's count to four. Count to four. And he was like, one, two, three, four. And I was like, this does not sound like your voice. Why are you being so weird? He my mom was like, he's doing his white voice. Oh, god oh my god like you could just be yourself i was like i was like can you just talk normally why are you talking like that one two three four i was like no one speaks like fucking siri like what's wrong with you not siri oh my god it was so funny it was so funny